Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Event Industry News Podcast. My name is James Dixon. As always, I wish you a very good morning, afternoon or evening, whenever, wherever you join today's podcast from. And on today's podcast, um, do you know what? I'm going to keep the introduction short today in terms of what we're going to be talking about, because our guest today is absolutely best positioned to discuss and talk about this really interesting topic that we've got on the podcast today. I'm delighted to say that the founder of Spectrum, the first UK speaker and entertainment agency dedicated to booking and developing diverse speakers, Laura Lee White joins us today on the podcast. Laura Lee, welcome to the Event Industry News Podcast. And thanks for taking a a bit of time out of your schedule at the moment to um, have a chat about what it is that you're launching. Hi, James. Thanks very much for having me. Um, As I said, very, very briefly, the UK's first speaker and entertainment agency dedicated to booking and developing diverse speakers. Um, And I really would like you to now pick pick up and tell our listeners so that you give the best explanation possible exactly what you mean by that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have worked as a speaker agent uh, for the last six years um, and I've worked in the event industry uh, for 15 years, um, kind of starting out in experiential marketing. Um, And yeah, kind of naturally gravitated towards working with speakers. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, kind of promoting people and just listening to the different types of expertise that there Mm -hmm. is out there. I didn't even didn't even really know it was a thing until I uh, until I kind of entered the event industry. Um, And yeah, as as time went on, um, I became very aware um, that the speakers that I was booking um, tended to look the same. Um, and you know, if I if I was looking for speakers who would look different or come from different backgrounds, then invariably they would solely be talking about diversity or diversity in the workplace or their experience as you know somebody who is a you know woman or lgbtq person of color whatever their kind of protected characteristics are um and for me you know and i think for a lot of people you know the pandemic brought about lots of um introspection and focus on you know on on what's out there and what we're doing and um i yeah i i realized that actually i wanted to work with different talent and i didn't didn't know where they were um you know a lot of the kind of competitor speaker bureaus work with the same talent um so it just led me to question where are the talent um, who you know who will talk about um, health or well-being or engineering or technology but they might be somebody who is differently abled or somebody sure. who is you know Latino or yeah or as I said like just just different um, and yeah and that the kind of the nugget for spectrum came about from then um, and yeah and it, it just almost became an obsession really and uh i've uh, i've connected with all of those people um from various industries i've kind of taken the last few months to yeah to, to really to really source that talent um and to find the best of the best who uh who are hiding um 
but yeah, but now now they're out and um, yeah, hopefully just to to provide the event industry with another way, um, yeah, and another way of sourcing it, and and something that struck me when I was considering the topic and considering what you're doing with the agency is this idea of you know who is inspirational who you know mm. what is inspiration where does it come from it can come from anywhere it can be anybody um and yet certainly if we look in the corporate world and what we traditionally think of instantly as a a speaker as somebody who's coming to a an awards dinner or a dinner or a, a conference you know they're going to walk in in their business suit aren't they with a shirt and tie on or you know a female in a, in a sharp dress suit and come up and deliver some sort of powerpoint presentation and talk about their life in business you know i'm i'm being a little bit cliched deliberately to sort of highlight this point that you're making that you know really you know inspiration can come from anywhere and it strikes me that what you've set up is an opportunity for people who may not even know that they could be an inspiration to others to come forward and have the opportunity to go and speak to people absolutely yeah it's all it's all about representation um and the opportunity for people to see what's possible and not feel like they are confined by 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 their background by their you know cultural status by the color mm -hmm. of their skin um by by anything really um and i think you know a, as an industry and as the world we're becoming aware that um you know everyone needs the opportunity and the stage to be able to to be themselves and uh yeah hopefully i can help to provide that platform for those people and of course, the interesting that you said when you were d describing the agency is it's about finding um, diverse speakers who are not necessarily talking about diversity, because, of course, as we've become better at embracing diversity and creating a diverse culture, people from different backgrounds now and all walks of life have jobs and roles and places in society in, in across the entire spectrum. So we've got the opportunity to draw on people's experience and not just um it, it, again it's it's pigeonholing people sometimes isn't it when we want to talk about diversity we will instantly think we'll get somebody in from a diverse background to talk about diversity which in itself is being a little bit um, narrow-minded absolutely yeah this is it and you know those uh those experts and they they've always been there um they they've always existed um but as i said perhaps haven't put themselves to at the forefront um, because they just didn't feel that it was a level playing field. They didn't feel that there was a seat at the table for them. Um, and, you know, one of the interesting things I found as a speaker agent, when I would be approached by a specific industry to say, you know, we're trying to um, encourage more diversity and inclusivity, you know, within our field. And I would look for the speakers um who who cover that and yeah as i said they they all looked the same so i had to diversify my approach to sourcing those speakers so where do they exist you know they exist in communities um of of people that they feel look and sound the same way as them um because that's that's where they can thrive so we've always you know we've had women in events for a long time um yes but now we now we have you know differently abled people in 
technology or you know black people in engineering um they they they've created micro communities and that's where i have i've tapped into those to to kind of to get the the best talent and of course, again, when we go back to some of the historical cliches um, in the events industry, when it comes to sourcing speakers, we, I suppose, naturally and historically have gravitated towards people who we consider from an age point of view to have experience, to be in a position where they can then speak in front of an audience of people and offer some snippets of wisdom to them and of course it's a, it doesn't have to be somebody of a particular age who has wisdom or inspiration to offer to a group of people that they may be speaking to and that's why I was interested to see of the, the partnership with Brixton Finishing School and, and looking at groups you know 18 to 25 year olds and what they could potentially do tell us a little bit about that and particularly what your thoughts are on the subject of of people not necessarily needing to be of any particular age in order to stand up and offer some inspiration to people yeah, absolutely. So, I, you know, when I was setting up Spectrum, I, you know, of course, became really interested in organisations that were, um, you know, trying to bring about social change um, and came across the Brixton Finishing School and really loved their ethic, their ethos and their values um, and, you know, have kind of got involved with um, with Ali Owen, who is, who is the founder. And what I love about them is their approach to sourcing and retaining talent. And as I said, they are these are younger people who may not necessarily have had um, access or traditional routes of education. So they haven't necessarily gone to university. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, uh, you know, that they've kind of approached the gatekeepers of media and advertising to say, look there is amazing creative talent out there who hasn't who haven't come from you know university but mm -hmm. in order for you to diversify and innovate as you know as a creative entity you need to look outside the traditional ways of sourcing talent um so yeah so it's it's been absolutely incredible to work from work with them um and yeah the the young the younger generation have just grown up with a completely different reality they're already armed with the way to kind of you know monetize their own personal brand through social media and um yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're incredibly savvy and incredibly switched on um so one of the exercises we did uh with the brixton finishing school students is they actually created the brand design for the spectrum logo wow yeah yeah so you know so it's yeah to kind of reinvesting in in that talent and uh, and bringing them up with with what we do but just kind of going back to um yeah young people having things to say like we all have different experiences and we've always got things to learn from one another like you know i was <laughs> i was yeah. young once I, I thought i was down <laughs> with the kids but it was a really long time ago so yeah it's working working with them has been absolutely eye-opening 
If you want to see um, that that logo that uh, Laura Lee um, referenced there, at the end of the podcast, we will be putting up a link to the uh, spectrumspeakers.co.uk website. Um, so, uh, yeah, you'll be able to see that directly for, for anybody who's listening to today's podcast. Hop over and um, uh, and check out that link um, and you can see this logo. Um, one thing on, on the subject of younger people and, and talking about being young once, but... It, the, the current generation, something that, that, that has become really pertinent, particularly in the last 12 months in terms of the events industry, in terms of how events are delivered, is speaking down a video link, exactly as we are doing today, using a, a, a tech platform to communicate. I've seen it hundreds of times, and I've saw, I'm sure you have as well in, in, in your role in booking speakers for 15 years, is... There are a certain generation of people that if you put them in front of a camera, be it a smartphone or a full on you know, television camera, they go to pieces. They're not quite sure. There's something about the camera being put in their face that makes them fall over their words. They become inarticulate. Um, and that's where training and stuff comes into it. But with the younger generation and the 18 to 25 year olds that you're working with at the Bricks and Finishing School, because of things like TikTok and smartphones and people having video chats now as the norm, I, I think that that generation are very good in front of camera. Mostly you put them in front of camera, no problem at all. I'll speak, I'll smile, I'll talk to somebody. And that to me puts that particular generation in a great position and, and potentially has great opportunity for you as an agency, particularly with how events are now being delivered. Definitely. Yeah. As I said, they're just, they are just so, so switched on, you know, social, social media and all of the, different conferencing platforms has just kind of opened up a whole new way of being. Um, I found it really interesting at the beginning of uh, the pandemic when we all had to, I'm going to use the P word, pivot. <laughs> <laughs> pirouette. Pivot. We've used pirouette yes. as well. Pirouette, okay. No, I haven't way. used that one actually. Um, but yeah, pivot to virtual. And um, it was incredible to see so many really seasoned and experienced speakers, as you said, just fall to pieces. I think the first um, virtual speaker that we worked with, you know, he kind of came on, he had all of this clutter in the background, <laughs> you know, he like, he was like just leaning at his desk. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was just like, he just had no awareness of, of the fact that there was an audience. It was almost like there wasn't a camera there. He was on a phone call. You know, it's probably like multitasking as well, like ordering his online shopping <laughs> while he was speaking. Um, so, yeah, so, we, you know, we, we other than, you know, those speakers who have kind of had broadcast experience, um, yeah. you know, that they, they were the ones who were able to make the change and adapt really easily. But, yeah, for, for others, it was, it was a baptism of fire and they really had to <laughs> learn quickly. Um, but thankfully, I think I think most of us have got there. Yeah, definitely. And, and of course, you know, we, we should mention things like YouTube as well. I mentioned a few sort of different platforms and, you know, the, the methods in which um, the younger generation are used to communicating with. But of course, the YouTube generation that we are now in as well means that a lot of those young people will have had experience of doing their own broadcast of some in some way, shape or form, whether it be with a smartphone or a slightly more sophisticated setup. I mean, how many kids have got the uh, the O-ring of LED lights now in their bedrooms so that when they do their TikTok videos, you know, that they're, they're really well lit. They've just got a naturally a, a, a more natural instinct towards that whole broadcast culture. Um, 
and, and I, I know I've said it and I'm repeating myself, but I, I generally think that offers really sort of exciting prospects for the events industry in the next, you know, 10 years or so, as these younger people come into the industry or come into any form of business and find themselves being asked to speak at events. So I, I guess you found yourself at um, what could be a very, um, you know, uh, key key point in in business and in industry post pandemic of of bringing this agency to life yeah hopefully i mean we as as a whole industry and as the world you know we are really at a major crunch point um the old ways of doing things have served us well up until now but now that we've opened up to this whole new kind of digital experience and and this you know this hybrid life um we really need those skills and those resources of you know of, of people that are naturally working in that way and have been for a long time you know us mm-hmm. <laughs> us dinosaurs <laughs> where we're actually having to learn from them mm-hmm. you know they, they are they are educating us in in ways that that we that we just didn't know about and yeah, now it's now it's up to us to to innovate and move forward and yeah and and to kind of, and to bring old and new practices together and and create something that's just new and fresh. Mm. Going back to to if I can refer to it as the, the you know the core value or the core message of of Spectrum as an agency and that is to offer a diverse selection of speakers, not necessarily talking about the subject of diversity. Um, Businesses are driven by supply and demand in most mm. cases. Um, so when you launched this, was it a, an idea that you thought, no, there, there is a market for this, I, I just instinctively know it? Or did you speak to clients and people who are looking to book speakers who are actually saying, we're really struggling to find this? What was the balance like between your own instinct as what would work as a business and the actual demand from potential clients for this particular offering? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually, because, um, you know, as a speaker agent um, working for other companies beforehand, I had lots of clients who who would say to me, you know, we're intentionally trying to be more more inclusive and more diverse. You know, please, can you please can you find these people? Mm. Um, And yeah, some sometimes I could and sometimes I couldn't just because, as I said, I was fishing in the same in the same pool sure yeah um but yeah but and and then subsequently i i kind of thought you know it it felt it felt like the right thing to do um for me uh just yeah just just to create another space as i said for for people who are from different backgrounds but um Sorry, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, was going to, I was going to ask you something then, because in terms of sourcing them, yeah, you know, it, it strikes me that, that what you have to do is you have to find talent. You know, you're like a, a record company exec going out to find the next new band. You've got to go to gigs. You've got to go to pubs and see bands who are just starting out, who might be a bit rough around the edges, but you spot that little spark of something in there. Um, and you mentioned there about sort of all fishing in the same pool for the same pool of speakers. In terms of sort of breaking the mold from that to launch Spectrum, have you thought, and 
you know, with a blank piece of paper, right, where could I go? Who could I speak to? How am I going to find those people who may be a little bit rough around the edges? But actually, I think there's a spark there. They could offer something. Have you found yourself doing things differently to how you've done them in your career thus far in sourcing speakers? Yeah, absolutely. And just going back to what you were saying about um, supply and demand, you know, I'd, I've amassed a, a fantastic network of speakers with different levels of expertise so that is working with different talent agencies um you know ones that are ones that ones that are global because obviously we we have a global reach now working with you know virtual platforms yeah um so that that's opened out uh, you know a more a more diverse market of people that that can speak about different things mm-hmm. and um yeah it's well, one of the other things is, is that we work bespoke to brief. Yeah. So if if a client says, you know, I want somebody who can talk about AI um, and, yeah, I, I want them to be able to uh, to be able to communicate with mothers, for example, um, then, yeah, then I will tap into those communities. Um, you know, Clubhouse is is a is a great resource. Sure, for yeah. finding new speakers that's another thing that's come out from the pandemic so yeah so there are there are now so many different ways of sourcing sourcing talent um mm. so yeah so it's been fantastic for me as a process setting up spectrum because uh, it just yeah it, it means that I, I get to work with so many different people across different ideals how often do you come across people who have never spoken before who for you, who for them it will be their first time there are there are lots there are lots of people um i think it really it it really does depend on the client and what they're mm. looking for you know more, more often than not they they really are looking for somebody who knows their stuff who's tested who's proven um so you know it, it's it's difficult to kind of get your break as it were, as as a speaker, you know, and I, I tend to gravitate towards people who do have that proven experience, um, mm. just because obviously, you know, they've got to they've got to be able to hold their own at a live event um, amongst amongst their own peers, amongst people who are quite knowledgeable in that area of expertise anyway. So, um, so they need to be able to impart knowledge in a way that the guests are taking away something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So with with the kind of grassroots element to Spectrum, uh, we make it very clear that that's what the client is working with, and that's and that's what they're looking for. So that tends to be uh, more of a kind of smaller internal, uh, you know, client. Uh, employee training or sure, something yeah. like that as opposed to a kind of open live forum yeah i was gonna say because you know the chicken and egg situation the classic that that you get in, in, in all types of business you know a company wants someone with the experience but how do you get the experience without being given a break somewhere you know and uh, of course there are opportunities and and i guess that 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 takes you back to some of the training and stuff that you're doing with the with, with the young 
people that you're working with is is that you know there are opportunities out there it doesn't have to be a gigantic pharmaceutical conference for six thousand people in a gigantic hall you know it could be to 10 or 20 people at an internal company meeting you know a, a, a training afternoon somewhere you know there are opportunities out there aren't there and um and again i, I was wondering if if as an agency you're going to be looking you know purely for those those big opportunities and i know obviously that comes with with revenue that you need as a business but whether or not you will be looking at, at smaller events and smaller scale things where there may be opportunities for you know slightly less experienced speakers to go in and, um, and maybe hone their craft a little bit yeah definitely that's you know we want to be able to offer a platform for speakers at different levels and equally you know, for the end client, for the corporates, for the organisations, you know, they they get to experience and and, and be part of nurturing talent and be mm. part of that that future generation. And as you said, like understanding that everyone has to start somewhere and everyone comes from somewhere. Um, one of the things I often say to people who are asking how to start out um, is to do things like this is to kind of record yourself having conversations you know yeah. with your peers about your area of expertise because you know it, it starts out it starts out online it starts out as as one-to-one -one and you know you can really hone your craft in that way and then as you said just kind of move on to offering yourself to smaller organizations to say look I, you know i'm gonna talk about this uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm fresh i'm new so yeah, so so bear with me, but um, but yeah, as I, said, I think I think we are all so much more accepting and understanding, and just kind of wanting everyone to succeed at every level. Sure, and I and I guess again, I, I'm assuming things here. So correct me if I'm wrong, but as a as a company set up to offer a diverse selection of speakers, I guess one of the really important messages that you will give to your speaking clients is be yourself. You know the whole point of you being booked or being of interest to our client or to you as an agency is because they might offer something different because they are from a, a background maybe that doesn't stereotype them as they would have been or, or as that particular client may have always gone with in the past and and what I guess would be important for your speakers is is to remain themselves to not become the cliche you know to be who they are because that's why they were of interest in the first place. 100%. I was uh, speaking to uh, one of my speakers last week, and she is in uh, kind of artistic technologies. It's all, it's all a very um, interesting and, and niche uh, experience that you all that you'll find out about in, uh, in due course. But yeah, you know, she sort of said, Oh, typically, what are what are clients looking for? What are the kind of talks that that they you know that they need and i said no 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 no. we're we're scrapping that like i i i want to give them you and what you have to say because that's that's what makes you interesting if you're just saying the same thing that somebody else has said then they yeah. can just get somebody else to say that yeah um and equally that kind of goes back to um how i had to approach starting spectrum you know i thought oh am i going to alienate alienate some of the companies that you know that that are not necessarily not not wanting to be inclusive but aren't you know that that just want people and they want them quickly but it's like mm. actually no i have to define my 
client base and my client base work with me because of the service that I provide and not me trying to provide a service that fits everybody. Mm. And fingers crossed with, with, with the launch of the agency, what you will hopefully do as well is, is maybe give some of those corporate bookers, whether that's a personal assistant to the CEO or whoever it is that's responsible for maybe sourcing the speakers for a, a corporate event or a large scale, you know, conference, you know, maybe it just pokes them with a stick, a metaphorical stick to maybe think, ah, let's do this a little bit differently going forward. There are opportunities out there. I don't have to phone up in a panic one week before and get the same guy that spoke at the conference three years ago because he was okay. You know, people just need to maybe think a little bit longer term and just take a little bit of a step back, which going back to what we said about the pandemic and, and it, this being a great period of opportunity for people, we had that luxury for a period of time, didn't we? Of being able to to maybe just take a step back, to just breathe for a bit and look at things a bit differently. So I, I would certainly, you know, as we approach the end of today's uh, today's episode, say that, you know, this is a big opportunity for people with, with opportunities that are presented with companies like Spectrum. It, it is for people to think a little bit differently, do things differently to how you did them before, because there are there are opportunities for you and the clients that Laura Lee represents um, out there. Um, it's been great to speak to you today, Laura Lee. Um, I, I've sort of gone off on a little bit of a, you know, sort of a, you know, like a Zen moment there. Um, <laughs> offering people spiritual advice um we should we should point out a couple of key bits of information before we wrap up today and that is of course how people can get in touch and find out a little bit more about the work that you guys are doing um websites social media handles anything you've got throw it at us now yeah absolutely so um we are on linkedin at uh, Spectrum Speakers and Entertainers uh you can also find my personal linkedin which is Laura Lee White um, our website is currently under construction, but you can find all of our contact information on our landing page. So that is www.spectrumspeakers.co.uk forward slash coming soon, which is really important. Um, and we are also on Instagram uh, with that. Our Instagram handle is at Spectrum Speakers UK. Um, and if you would like to email me, you can do so on inquiries at spectrumspeakers.co.uk fabulous that's great um loads of information out there guys and i urge you to go and have a look at it we mentioned earlier about the great logo that's been designed by some of the young people that laura lee and uh, the team at spectrum speakers have been working with um so go to their landing page spectrumspeakers.co.uk forward slash coming soon and check that out and find out about the guys and see what they're doing um it's been great to have you on the show today and a really refreshing topic to um to talk about certainly not something that we've we've spoken about in any particular detail on the podcast in any number of the any one of the, the previous 250 odd episodes Laura Lee so um, it's been fascinating and do keep in touch tell us how things are going we'd love to maybe pick up this subject again a little bit further down the line find out how the agency is developing and find out about some of the stuff that no doubt you will learn um, in the coming months if of course you would like to come back on and have a chat with us oh absolutely no I, I can't I can't wait thank you for having me and Not yeah look forward to catching up again soon 
not a problem at all. Um, we are out of time today on today's episode of the Event Industry News Podcast. But before we wrap up, as always, a quick reminder to make sure that if you are listening to today's podcast on your podcast platform, head over to eventindustrynews.com on whatever device you choose to and check out some of the latest news, features, supplements and information that's being put out via the eventindustrynews.com website, where, of course, you can see video versions of all of our podcasts as well. And the reverse of that is always that if you are already watching this video on eventindustrynews.com today, don't forget that you can check out audio-only versions of all of our podcasts via your chosen podcast platform. We're out there on all of them. And a little shout out as well today. This will go out in the next uh, few weeks. We're recording this sort of mid September time, but, but registration for Event Tech Live is now open. That's at the Old Truman Brewery on the 3rd and 4th of November this year. Back in live, in person at the Old Truman Brewery. Registration is now open. So head over to eventtechlive.com and uh, get yourself registered. And we hope to see you down at the Old Truman Brewery in London at the start of November. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thanks very much to everybody for joining us today. Thanks again to Laura Lee White from Spectrum Speakers for joining us as today's fabulous guest. And we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.